And this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a check. Wait, what is this? <laughs> it's not a check. Hi, I'm Ashley. And I'm joining this. Wait, when do I come in? Is a Weird Friends production. <laughs> Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast. Two friends, one in mental health and one in public health, decided to get together in the midst of a mind blowing pandemic. To bring you short but mighty daily messages to lift and encourage your spirit. Tune in. Yep. And challenge yourself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Welcome to the uh-huh. challenge. <laughs> okay, one more time. Does this work? What? Can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> That was quick. It's the lunchtime, the Juneteenth edition. Lunchtime Uh, podcast? Yes, the lunchtime podcast. No, it's the lunchtime party. The lunchtime party. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Juneteenth. Happy Juneteenth. Welcome to the Challenge Yourself podcast. We're back again. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm eating lunch. Yeah, and, and you know this what? Is, yeah. This is not, I'm having chicken. Ashley, <laughs> what are you having? Well, at the moment, you know, I can smell the beautiful aroma of my grandmother's mm. sweet potato pie in the oven. So mm. I can't wait. Mm. I can't wait, y'all. I think that's a celebration in itself. It is. So for oh. those who know nothing <laughs> about sweet potato pie, mm, mm, maybe mm. you grew up with apple and pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> but you didn't have the experience mm. of sweet potato pie. My, my, my. I'm not talking about peach. Mm. I'm not talking about some sort of double dutch or whatever kind of pie. <laughs> double dutch. <laughs> Key lime or whatever. Mm. I'm talking about mm. the staple. Yes. Okay. The southern staple. Mm-hmm. Sweet potato pie. Now, mm-hmm. whether it be mm-hmm. with or without coconut. Mm. Whatever it is, because some people sprinkle coconut on top of theirs. Mm, that sounds the good. The sweet potato pie is a staple. Mm. And yes, whenever we have dinner, right, um, somebody, whether it be my mom, auntie, somebody, has made a sweet potato pie. Mm-hmm, that's right. You know? That's how you have to do it. And I know uh, my grandmother... Y'all, I know my family is uh, ravenous. They will snatch a whole pie. So my grandma just buys an entire bag. Actually, usually she goes to the farm to get her potatoes. And y'all, she will make, oh, she goes farm. to the farm <laughs> okay. and get those good farm fresh potatoes. And she will make a freezer full of pies and leave them in the freezer. So when someone wants one, they just stop by and grab a frozen pie and put it in the oven. I love That's it. how you do it. Mm-hmm. I love it. I hey. love it. That's right. I love it when my mom is in the kitchen making the sweet potato pies. <laughs> I just right. love it because even if I only have one slice, mm-hmm. it's heaven. It it's is. It's just heaven, you know? It is. Oh my gosh. It's like you just close your eyes and it's like, oh, this is so good. This, this is, is just so life. good. So for those of you who are just joining us and you're like wondering why we're talking about food, well, <laughs> it's kind of still relatively lunchtime. I'm eating lunch a little bit mm-hmm. late, but you know, relatively lunchtime. It's Juneteenth. And yes. those of you who are not familiar, look, they didn't have cell phones back in the day. Okay. Nope. They did not have email. They did not have 
uh, like Rocky used to do in his movie. Hey, yo, Adrian. <laughs> they didn't have that. Okay. Oh, my. There were people who were enslaved. Okay. Mm-hmm. That were not aware of the Emancipation Proclamation. Yes. Oh. So, you know, I don't know how long the mail would have taken. Well, they you know, probably couldn't have read it because a lot of the slaves couldn't read. That's right. But, mm-hmm. but you know, even the mail. To yeah. Get, because Texas, the history of Texas anyway, Texas was not an initial state, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they, it was mm-hmm. its own. Like, Texas, Texas, y'all been doing your own thing forever. Uh, basically. As a matter of fact, <laughs> basically. I'm still trying to figure out how you became a part of the 50 states because, frankly, Texas, y'all just do your own thing down yeah. there. I kind of feel like you're your own country. Yeah, pretty much. But anyway, so they didn't learn. These these slaves at that time did not learn that they were free. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine? And, and so everybody oh. else is starting to, you know, move around a little bit more. Some people, okay? Mm-hmm. Some. But these slaves were not freed yet Mm -hmm. and so finally on june 19th (laughs) i feel like i'm like starting a sermon or something (laughs) you better preach that good word (laughs) (laughs) it was it was there was a notice posted it's actually you can you can go and see several of the different notices that you can go and read and see there's Mm -hmm. notice posted and um the 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 slaves finally were able to see mm-hmm. that they had were already been emancipated, right? Mm-hmm. But it's just that word had not reached them. Aren't mm-hmm. you glad for Facebook? Aren't you glad for Ooh, Twitter? Hey. Email? Praise Aren't you glad Lord. you live in this time and day and age? Because literally when news happens, we get it within 30 seconds of it happening. That's right. That's right. And if you didn't see it, your friend is going to call you and let you know. So, exactly. you know. <laughs> exactly. But I, I I, think that's what's so celebratory is the yeah. fact that it really meant freedom for mm. everybody in the, in a formal sense. Okay. That's right. Now, I want everybody to understand <laughs> formal <laughs> sense versus, you know, freedom for real is different. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because there was still a lot of battles that had to be fought and are yeah. still being fought right now. Yeah. But Juneteenth is important. Yeah. Juneteenth that's right. is important and, and it's important for us to know because I know a lot of us may not have learned about that in the history books. Mm-hmm. History books left out a lot. Yeah. And um so it's up to us, not anyone else, it's up to us to do our own research. So that's right. That's what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna go back to yes. my food because I'm doing the lunch party. Uh, the lunch party. Yes. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. You know it's crazy because um today again we talked about sweet potato pie. I actually saw my grandmother today and she is almost eighty one. So, you know, mm-hmm. there's just so much history within her. And mm-hmm. even she talked about not knowing everything about uh, Juneteenth, mm-hmm. um, you know, her and my aunts. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, they and they're from South Carolina, y'all. So you uh, look, they know they grew up poor in the country, country part. So in the sticks, honey. in the sticks. Yep. So my I mean, dad used to have mm. to get up. Mm. And go and chop that wood Ooh, honey. to make a fire. You understand? That's right. That's right. They sure did. Do y'all mm-hmm. know? Do you know our heritage? 
Yep. Some of y'all just, you know, living in La La Land. Mm-hmm. It's okay, but that's why you tuned in to the Challenge Yourself podcast. That's right. Where we have listeners not only here in the States. Oh, I know. Yay. Germany, Puerto uh, Rico, oh, France, United Kingdom, France. Mm-hmm. We've got mm-hmm. listeners all over who are tuning in, and we certainly appreciate it. Acknowledge yes. you. Thank you so much for for tuning in and enjoying this Juneteenth lunchtime party. That's, that's right. That's right. Welcome, and thank you for listening, y'all. Um, yes. So we're going to have some fun today. Um, By the now, way, y'all hear sirens? They're not coming for me, okay? Oh, oh so no. So before anyone gets any anxiety, oh, I am no. okay as I sit oh. in my car and eat. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank right. you for that aside. So people understand you're I don't okay. Want anyone to get, I know, I know we're all a bit anxious, mm-hmm. but those sirens were not for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Y'all know I would have been in my car. Y'all would have heard the phone fall. <laughs> I would have been like, uh, uh-uh, uh, what's this? What's this? Exactly. What we need to do. What am I <laughs> That's being right. over for? I would have been calling everybody. <laughs> like, excuse what me, are my ABC? rights? What everybody. are my rights? <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh, y'all. Oh, y'all can tell it's Friday. And I'm just, I am literally sitting on the floor right now. This is the most what? relaxing position I've been in in so long. I don't know what Why it is. Why are you on the floor? You know, I'm like leaning against the couch and this is so much better than any other position I could be in. It's I don't so understand. It's just what, like my arms are out to the side. Y'all, this is just wonderful. I feel like I'm, a, I'm just imagining I'm on the beach right now. Mm-hmm. If you guys don't way, know, I, this eating. is my last day of class, so that's probably another reason. Congratulations, girl! Thank you. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's your birthday. I mean, not really, but yeah. <laughs> oh no, it is the birth of a day, though, because uh, I mm. remember uh, what was it all those quarters ago when I first started, though. Mm. It was going on a journey, and now I have reached the end. Yes. Uh, ah. Yes. Oh, yes. All right. So what, that's what important too, because mm-hmm. we want to talk about reaching a journey. That's and true. I, you know, as I as I pull up Instagram, you all know that we're at <laughs> challenge.courage on Instagram. Mm-hmm. For those of you who didn't know about Juneteenth, uh, the date, it was 155 years ago today. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. That is not a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I feel like if my mom is 70, right? Yeah. Wow. That's um, crazy. Then, then, I mean, literally we're just talking a couple of generations, right? Oh my gosh. That was 25 years before my grandma. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My yeah. aunt is 90. So, so that would have been wow. 155 years. When you oh, think about it, that's only whoever 15, had your 16. grandma. Mm. Would have been right there almost at it. Yeah, basically. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So, anyway, mm. thank you all for joining us. We're, we're, we've got a lot going on. I'm trying to eat my lunch and yeah. do this podcast while sitting in my car. <laughs> yes. Has anyone else, like, ever multitasked to that point where you're just like, what? Oh, yeah. What am I doing? See, you know, that's so. how we do sometimes. You know, and I'm multitasking by resting and waiting for my pie so i'm so proud of myself why is that funny to me oh because you know know what y'all i was looking at the uh on instagram the nap ministry y'all if you've never heard of the nap ministry no no Mm, no mm, don't mm. tell them about the nap ministry right now oops
Yeah. See, see what happens. Someone, let me tell you what Instagram does wrong. Insta, I love you. Mm-hmm. But Windows just pop up all the time. Someone's going live, and here I am trying to make <laughs> some headway. Oh my! I gosh. can't even do that. The struggle is real sometimes. I I just got a notice pop up, and I'm like, I hope no one heard that because that was loud to me. So, yeah, like we're that sorry, just y'all. Messed up everything. Okay. Yeah, just disregard the noises. So, um, I asked a bunch of questions on Instagram. Now, those mm-hmm. of you, we're, you can follow us at many different places, but obviously we're at challenge.courage for the podcast. But, you know, I also have several other uh, Instagrams. So, one of the mm-hmm. Instagrams that I asked I asked a question because you can ask questions on Instagram. So on Instagram stories, which I, I love asking questions. Mm-hmm. And I said, I think it's important to ask them. Anyway, one of them that I asked is what advice would you give to people in toxic relationships? Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to understand that some people don't know they're in a toxic relationship. That's true. So we were talking our, our past um I guess couple of days we've mm-hmm. had the podcast on date me later, mm-hmm. but now I think it's important to like, we went, we went to ask people, we needed to ask people, yeah, what do you believe? And so one of the questions I said was what advice would you give to people in toxic relationships? But now that I go back and read it, I'm like, but a lot of these people who are in toxic relationships don't recognize them as toxic. Yeah. That's a really good that's point. That's a whole nother, that's another sort of, of mind shift, mm-hmm. mindset shift that has to take place. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know that you're in a toxic relationship, you're not going to know how to navigate. You're thinking this is normal. That's right. You're thinking the behavior that you see is normal. That's right. You know? Mm-mm-mm. So anyway, one of the pieces of advice was... Um, the, the person said they would tell the individual that better does exist. Mm-hmm. Being treated this way isn't okay and you deserve the world. I think that that's sweet. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. But they believe, some of them believe that they're absolutely a-okay in their stuff. Mm-hmm. Then someone else said, know what you're not willing to accept and express how you feel about certain situations. Mm-hmm. Right? And so I'm like, Okay, so we got to teach people how to express themselves to mm-hmm. others who may or may not be the root cause of the problem. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, actually, when I really think about toxic Ooh. relationships, I think the root cause of a lot of it, yes, is self-esteem, it's identity, uh, those things. But then on the flip side, I don't think some people really know that they're in no. toxic relationships. No. I, you know, I, that was such a good point because I feel like it starts there. I'm like that. I feel like in order to really make a change in the people that you date or whatever, Mm -hmm. you have to get to the root of your stuff. And so, I mean, it's just like if someone was addicted, it's like first they have to be able to acknowledge, yes, I actually have a problem. So, and I agree. I think most people don't know because if, especially if you're used to seeing dysfunction, then Mm -hmm. you functioning in dysfunction is normal. Mm -hmm. I mean, so (laughs) really Mm -hmm. and truly, (laughs) 
Mm-hmm. That's a mm-hmm. tough one because it's like if one person notices that something's toxic, then it's like your responsibility to get out. Because I mean, at that point, you're noticing something, they're not noticing it. There's a problem here. But if no one notices it, they think that dysfunctional relationship is just fine. And there's something odd about, you know, because we always say, well, why doesn't the person leave? Mm-hmm. They, I think that they're we're hitting the nail on the head. Mm-hmm. I agree. They don't know. Yeah, they really don't know. I, I, you know what? They don't know themselves. They don't. They don't know that the relationship is indeed toxic. That's right. That's right. I mean, they have no clue. They have no clue. I mean, I, we can all probably think back to relationships we were in. Um, you know, and if it was dysfunctional mm-hmm. in any kind of way, how long did it take us to see it or really recognize mm-hmm. it? You know, mm-hmm. so I think and that's the, the beginning. I've also recognized it, right? Mm-hmm. But y'all, I'm eating, so excuse me. <laughs> but I've recognized that I've been in a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. but either I didn't care or I hoped that it would get better. That's tr- that is so true. Oh my gosh, that is so you know, true. We do that it's so like much. When you eat that junk that you know is oh, bad for you. I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. You know, you just you just hope that you're gonna do better tomorrow. But, <laughs> I know, <laughs> but also sometimes you just don't care. That is true. That is so true. Yep. So there's that, and then there were some other questions that came up mm-hmm. um, that I asked, and one of them was, um, <laughs> uh why are fifty percent of marriages ending in divorce now oh. in the United States? This is true. I don't have the statistics for other countries but we are one of the uh highest divorce rate countries Mm -hmm. in the world and uh, so someone said offenses large and small go unresolved Mm. even a small wound can fester and infect Mm. and that's really the Mm. bottom line that's true a lot of people are not able to communicate yeah uh when something bothers them yeah and or they feel like they've got to walk on eggshells or they grew up in a family that was just their conflict avoiders. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so what people need to understand is that everything is not a conflict. If I bring up something that's bothering me, that's not a conflict. That's mm-hmm. bringing me bringing up something that's bothering me. Mm-hmm. Since How does it become a conflict? Mm-hmm. Like then, then two people have to have this tension but if I'm bringing up something to say, you know what, I, I really felt badly when this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt out of whack, like I like I didn't matter to you. Mm-hmm. The other person may be like, well, really? I didn't even know I was doing anything. Yeah. That doesn't make it a conflict. Maybe it's a conflict in your mind, yeah. in yourself. And that's the real battle is the battle of your own mind. I agree with that you know now. What I mean? Oh, I completely agree. Um, and I'm coming from someone that I really, oh my gosh, we were very conflict avoiding. Actually, it was one of, I don't know if that's accurate. We didn't want to address things and then we just blow up. So that's just wasn't healthy either. So <laughs> that's how it was. But um, it's true. It's in your mind. You're thinking that something is a fight and, or, you know, even, conflict the word can be scary because you see it as something bad versus 
like you said, Joy, the tension. And really and truly, to me, that's how relationships tar- start to develop intimacy. You start to have that friction. You know, what do they say? Iron sharpens iron. It smooths you out. Yes. I mean, and you get closer. You really do. I mean, what, you know, if you think about two surfaces of metal, um, you know, if they're both bumpy, they can only lay so flat together. But once you start to smooth the surfaces out, they can lay closer and closer and flatter together. Well, I'm trying to so. lay as close as I can. Oh, my. Okay. Oh, oh, y'all heard that. It. When it's time for me to get with somebody. That's right. Um, And get, and I mean, I'm not just talking about somebody like a hookup or a Corona buddy, mm-hmm. like some of you all have been doing. Um, That to <laughs> me is just is lame but, i don't understand corona um, buddy though that's dangerous. i don't i don't understand I, oh. it just sounds like beer buddy to me but anyway <laughs> um i want to be able to lay as flat as i can mm-hmm. all right i want to be able to lay as close as that's I can. right that means i gotta have some sharp iron that's right that's you know right. what i mean and that means like i used to say on twitter all the time we should be getting sharper not more offended that's right that is true that's true. And you know what? <laughs> I feel like that's almost a telltale sign of when you can tell that people are really bonding and people are really growing is they stop getting so offended. <laughs> you get to yeah. know each other and it, it comes to a point where you can just talk to each other and it's not an offense and you move forward. Yeah. I felt like I couldn't talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. Well, who, I mean, what, what? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? It's a mind thing. Mm-hmm. And that is. mind thing is causing us problems. It is. We should not have a 50% divorce rate. Yeah, really. And that's for first-time marriages, mm-hmm. and it goes up for second-time marriages. Mm-hmm. So then someone else said um, to the question of why are there 50% uh-huh. of marriages that are ending in divorce, someone else says people go into marriage as wound mm-hmm. mates hoping that it will turn them into soulmates. Mm, mm, and mm. I just dropped the mic right Ooh, there. That's that too to good. Me was like, that was like the mm, end mm. for me. When I read that, I had like the OMG moment mm, mm, because mm. I realized the amount of brokenness in this world, yeah. even when, as we talk about the racial tensions mm-hmm. in this world, a lot of people are under a huge awakening. Yeah. The amount of brokenness, though, that's starting to come out yeah. where people are finally tending to or having to tend to their broken mm. uh, parts, their hurt parts the um sexual harassment that they experienced Mm. at work the racial discrimination that they experienced or either were participating in Mm -hmm. against someone else they're having to finally confront some of that stuff and so we've got a lot of brokenness not just because of failed poor relationships Mm -hmm. but just because of all that there's a whole a big bubble like you remember the movie the blob where it just kept mm-hmm. eating people oh my goodness yeah bigger and bitter like it's like that blob is exactly it yeah there's it's almost like that blob is inside of us mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we continue to eat all of this um but really bad mojo the things that have happened the baggage we never process it mm-hmm. we just kind of stuff it on in there yep Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Oof. that to me is it. So then you become a wound mate instead of a soulmate. Mm. You become a wound mate instead of a help mate or uh, just a, a, a good mate. Someone who mm. is who who can be a partner and not a problem. Yeah. 
And I think that therein lies the issue. So I don't know. For me, I'm mm. trying to eat my food. But I like that. Become know? a partner and not a problem. Oh, that's, that's good. It. How are you going <laughs> to partner with me? That's right. That's right. Because you know what? And I think maybe even the language around marriage needs to be upgraded. It's like, hey, when we talk about marriage, this is a partnership. Um, you know, because when you think about that, hey, if you're, um, you know, how do you want your partner to be? That's Ooh. right. Mm-hmm. That's right. You know, how do I want my partner to be? Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, <laughs> let me not say this too much. <laughs> someone may hear this and think I'm talking about them. Oh, no. First of all, I need my partner to understand that everything is not all about him. <laughs> Please, yes, please. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Like, it like you know, I mm. mean, I need him to get that memo. I don't need him to take two years oh. and a proclamation. Oh, no. To get the memo. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I need I'm him to get the memo. You. Like, stop oh. talking about yourself so oh. much. Oh, be curious about other people. That's right. Oh, my gosh. I think we can all agree with that one, y'all. Mm. All I know is I need a solid rock. You cannot be a wayward man not mm. knowing which way you're going or what you're doing or what you want. You need to know what you want. And I'm mm. sorry. If that means you got to make some tough decisions, then make the decision. But Someone said uh-uh. to me today, mm-hmm. someone said, let's just go with the flow. I, oh, I, I hate that. I hate that. threw up a little bit in my mouth. Oh, what do you mean go with the flow? Mm, mm, mm. I really hate What's when people that say mean? that. I can't stand that. I'm like, so basically you don't want to make any commitments or any decisions. I'm like, no, no, we're not doing that. We are grown. I am not 19. And speaking of that, I asked on Twitter, mm-hmm. you know, I did a, I did a poll on Twitter mm-hmm. and people said that there are pr- 67% of the people uh-huh. who even answered the poll saw the poll said their preferred method of communication was text oh heck no Mm-mm, see Mm-mm. couldn't talk to any of those folks <laughs> i'm like listen guys i'm not going to talk to you if all you want to do is text like no. i know that sounds funny like saying that i'm not going to talk to you if all you want to do is text no, I literally mean I'm not going to form a relationship with yeah. you if that's your preferred method of communication and you're not willing to make some oh concessions and compromise. Because to me, that means that you're you're not really wanting to have the deeper conversations, mm-hmm. not wanting to answer the questions. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a gentleman who um, I was at t- talking to asking about Father's Day. Uh-huh. And I was like, you know, is your father around or, you know, because I noticed he had not mentioned his parents. Mm. And I said, was your father, you know, in the picture or, you know, do you have a relationship? Some people don't have um, fathers that are present Mm -hmm. um, at all. And he was like, what do you mean? Oh, no. Oh, huh? I was like, what do you mean? What do I mean? (laughs) Do you have a relationship with your father? <laughs> I'm sorry. Mm. Well, yeah. I'm like, okay, oh. well, why do you sound offended? Oh, my. Because I didn't know what you meant by the question. Oh, like, my. I don't have time for that level of, of, you know what I mean? I, I what don't is want that? that in my life. 
I feel <laughs> like when 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 it's that when when I'm being curious and asking questions, it's because I'm trying to get to know an individual. But if you're already offended because I ask you if you have a relationship with your father, then you don't need to be dating. I'm sorry, I'm yeah. down there. You don't need to be dating because you're going to be offended constantly. Oh, yes. Especially with someone like me because, and people think I'm putting them on the couch, but it's not that. I'm just a curious person. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you do the things you do? What made you decide to do that? Oh, why did you decide to go to that school? Mm -hmm. What made you choose that major? Mm -hmm. If you don't like answering questions, you probably shouldn't be around me, boo. (laughs) (laughs) And see, I must be a weirdo because see, for me, like I, that, that kind of interaction helps me to like really come out as you know my per- personality come out so I'm like I'd appreciate a guy who asked me questions I'm like yeah please ask like cool it shows a level of curiosity yeah it does mm-hmm. and and we want people to be curious about us yeah that's true I'm like if I'm gonna date you you need to have some level of like are you gonna ask me something or are we sitting here <laughs> stroking your ego stroking the ego I like Clarence I Carter I'd be stroking Oh, I remember that song. That's what I be doing. Oh my gosh. I be stroking. See, that's a the problem. They've been stroking Stroke too much. it to the ease. And I think that's I really guys, I'm going to make it real clear. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that some of you only know how to communicate in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I would take that to the bank. Yeah. And that would be a check that I would cash. Yeah. Yeah. Your only method and mode of communicating is in the bedroom. You don't know any other way. Mm. And whether that is because your first relationships were that way, um, you never saw your parents interacting, many different reasons why, right? Mm -hmm. But whatever the case is, if you find that your comfort is just trying to get someone to the bedroom, or you feel like that's the only way that you can be intimate or really express your intimacy mm-hmm. uh, and, and connection, then I don't, again, I believe you need to take some time to work on yourself, yeah. to work on your communication style, work on your, um, just everything about the way that you're communicating and the vibes that you're giving off, yeah. because really that's messy. That's a really good observation, Joy. Because, you know, I remember a long time ago, um, I know it was a guy. I don't know who it was. It was a long time ago now since I heard this. But I remember um, someone decided not to have sex. And it was like, and I think it was a guy. And he was like, I'm not going to have sex, you know, because that's just how he's used to connecting, like you said. Mm -hmm, And I mm -hmm, thought that was mm -hmm. a really good. Um, I don't want to say experiment, but I, I thought that was really good because it's like it forces you to now connect with people outside of that realm mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. actually make real connections and have real relationships. And so I mm-hmm. remember it being a really good outcome. I don't remember exactly mm-hmm. what happened, but, you know, maybe there's some of you out there, guys, especially guys in particular. I mean, if that's how what you're used to, maybe you really do need to take some time where you're like, I am going to abstain right now because Mm -hmm. I actually want to build something real. You know, and maybe we need to make that a challenge. That's true. In July to challenge yourself. Some of you need to abstain. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'll go with, even though, you know, that's just my normal way, but yeah, I'm with with you. Me too. 
Yep. You know, if you want to abstain for all of July, and I'm not saying spend the rest of June getting your thing on. That's true. But I <laughs> am saying, true. you know what, if you want to go on a journey, let's challenge ourselves in July. That's true. To abstain from sexual intimacy. That's right. Give and that yourself means with yourself, mm-hmm. yourself, your hand, yep. <laughs> your, your, your <laughs> tools and toys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Whatever's in your toolbox, mm-hmm. that means... Um, you know, that means abstaining from having any type of sexual communication on your phone. Mm-hmm. That means videos. Mm-hmm. That means all that. And that means physical interaction, too. Yep. Yep. I think that's you know, a good idea. Inter- I think that some people need that. I know yeah. we talked on a previous podcast and we said, you know, it's not enough to just, you know, kind of go cold turkey for for a month. But I think some people do mm-hmm. need to start with a month. Yeah. That's right. I think a month for some people would be very helpful because even during the pandemic, you know, people still were finding ways to be intimate. Yeah, that's true. And looking for Corona buddies. Yep. You know, and so I know that that was going on. And so maybe... July might be a good time to abstain. That's right. I think particularly that that's a because good the stay at home part, the stay at home policy is being right, mm-hmm. it's being lifted yep. in most states, and that's the time when people want to go out and start really, really getting it in. Mm-hmm. Instead, do the opposite. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my lunchtime potty. Challenge yeah. yourself you know? on Juneteenth because you, you know, that's when we right. talk about emancipation. One of the first things that needs to be emancipated is your mind. That's right. Your body. Mm. All those things. You need to get emancipation in those areas. That's too. right. You know? I feel like that's where it needs to start, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I you know what? Mm-hmm. I think that is a challenge, the July, the July Freedom Challenge or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm down for it. I'm down. Mm-hmm. Um, you mm-hmm. know, hey, maybe we can make some podcasts about it, checking in with folks because I and mm-hmm. I, you know what? On top of it just being freeing for your mind, um, mm-hmm. it probably will protect you from the virus too, because y'all the numbers are still mm-hmm. climbing. So you mm-hmm. want to be careful. So hey, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it sounds good to me. But those are some mm-hmm. really interesting answers though. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. And one more from Twitter. Oh, uh-huh. And I think the question was what was it? It was about sex, right? Oh, and that's right. It was something about do people yes do you see sex as a normal part of dating most people said no (laughs) but the the numbers (laughs) and the actions and the behavior are the opposite of what most people answer you that would shock me the most maybe it's because of maybe it's because of the people that i follow who follow me maybe maybe that's what it was yeah because a lot of them are, you know, kind of, you know, they're just different. Yeah. You know? Maybe yeah. they're not doing things the same way. Yeah. You know, as as, as what's going on out here in the world. That's I right. I don't know. That's right. But I know that a lot of people did say that. They said hmm. that it wasn't a normal part of dating. So then I, I'm curious, you know, well, when are you having sex? Mm-hmm. Are you not having it? Um. Are you waiting or is it just that you haven't had the opportunity? Mm, that's true. That is a good point. So if the opportunity came knocking after some Cheddar Bay biscuits and oh, Red Monster. God. Oh my goodness. 
would, would you would you take the opportunity? Because I know there there was reports some women felt pressure mm-hmm. after man had spent a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. They felt pressure to invite that man back for a nightcap. Mm-hmm. Now, because he spent on them going to some nice restaurant. Mm-hmm. And there should never be pressure regarding that. Yeah. There should never be a sense of that. So if someone is feeling that, um, I'm 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 wondering, you know, are you we really need to look at your boundaries, number one, but yeah. then number two, who is it that you're out with? Mm-hmm. Because that person needs to if you if you're going together in the same car, needs to drop you off at home with a nice good night kiss mm-hmm. or shake of hands and take you take himself make sure you get in the house okay take himself home that's right that's right i agree and you know? I, like, I completely why is agree there this pressure to have sex because you know yeah i, I mean and i'm being, you know, why is there this pressure to have sex because of how much money was spent on a date yeah really <laughs> that says again i'm concerned about self-esteem yeah. at that point i'm yeah. concerned about boundaries i want you all listening to this podcast to really start developing your boundaries. And Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that Dr. Cloud and the book boundaries is the foremost book for those of you who don't have boundaries, but whether you read codependency, no more, Mm -hmm. whether you read boundaries by Dr. Cloud and all of his boundaries, Mm -hmm. books, boundaries and dating boundaries. And they are good. They're great. Mm -hmm. You, You need to start looking at how to set boundaries because I don't care what he says. He shouldn't get a foothold in your no. your door. And and men out there, um, too, there should never be an expectation that you spend this amount of money on a woman, and that means that you should get something right then in return. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and I'm talking about sexual things, right? That's right. Because that's a concern to me. It's like, are you there to enjoy her time or there to pay for her? So that she can give you her body. That's right. Because that sounds a little bit like the P word to me. It it does. It does. Yeah. And I don't like that. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because I'm like, ladies, I don't care if he takes you to Ruth's Chris and spends $200. Are you not worth more than that $200, honey? I'm um, <laughs> worth more than that. And I don't care if you take me on a five-star game. That's right. You may be in one bedroom and I may be in another. Yeah. Yep, that's hey. right. I, look, we already had that conversation about the bed. Y'all know how I am. <laughs> we have a previous podcast for those of you <laughs> who have not listened to some of our older podcasts. Mm-hmm. I think this is like episode 61 or oh something. Oh my goodness, y'all. It's crazy. I know. So, way, way back in the day, like in April, <laughs> when we first started podcasting. There was an episode, which side of the bed are you on? Right? Mm-hmm, something like that. Yeah. We have an episode. Check it out. Yes, please. It's when we were doing the singles edition. And Ashley has a sleeping problem. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> okay. Oh. I, I sleep like I know that there's a partner next to me. Oh. Ashley mm-hmm. does not. No, I don't. Ashley <laughs> takes up the whole bed. I do. And I'm like, I don't know what's going to happen when she gets married. I don't. I I don't know. I, I guess I'm going to be halfway on top of him, too. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. I hopefully he's you know maybe he will like to cuddle because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to tell him. Mm-hmm. And I sleep on my face, y'all. By the way, so you can imagine how I spread out. Like so, yeah. I don't how know. do you sleep on your face? Yeah, I do. I don't know. I can't. That's fall really odd, actually. I know, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness y'all what, what i cannot believe we spent time. this lunch with you guys i know this has been amazing i love this like i feel like we've talked about juneteenth sweet potato <laughs> pies that's right we talked about well people really had some interesting answers that is true to the questions and i really again i want to reiterate please if you have wounds and you have issues, mm-hmm. and you are still working through. Now we're all works in progress. Yeah. So you know it's never going to be finished. Yeah. It's there's not there's no such thing as I got to wait till I'm perfect to be in a relationship. No. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that. I'm just saying the deep, dark, ugly things you need to process before you start trying to bring someone else in. It's not fair to them or to you. That's right. If you haven't processed your stuff, you need to process it. That's right. And I agree with that. Um, I think that's the main point. It's not fair. It's not to do that to someone. I'm trying to, you know, I think I'm trying to give people an idea really from a perspective of someone who's, I've been there too. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't even know I had issues. Mm-hmm. okay with certain things and I would get into relationships or dating really because mm-hmm. I haven't had many relationships because frankly I just cut people off the <laughs> knees um but I would get into these little situationships dating mm-hmm. happenstances and someone would press a button and I'd cut them off real fast <laughs> and for some of you that may be your story mm-hmm. you know, if someone doesn't do something you like you're ready to cut them off and that's a learned behavior. Yeah, it is. That's true. You know, and so I had to learn over time, you know, what was good for me to do with myself first. Like, really looking at me, what was good for me. And then also, yes, you can see red flags right away. Yeah. And we know we need to move away from those. But we also have to... to Look at the difference between a red flag and just a personality characteristic or yes. trait that we just may not like. That's really good. Mm-hmm. Because a red flag is, I need to know, I need to run. Mm-hmm. But if it's something you just don't like, just like, <laughs> okay, like this dude who just says stuff that I just can't stand. <laughs> it's not that those are red flags. That's just his personality. Yeah. And it's just annoying. And, I mean, you know. And it is annoying. <laughs> it's annoying. And I have jockeyed back and forth as to whether or not I want to date him. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm annoyed by him. But there's no red flag in that. Okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's just you. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, you know that, and that's and that's his own. Like, really, I tell him to his face. That's so funny. I'm like, you're annoying. Oh, you told him that? <laughs> I haven't, but I, you know, what I mean. Oh, oh. I mean, he's just annoying. I think, I think he'd be hurt. Oh. And he'd probably be upset if I ever told him that like yeah. that. But I probably would tell him like if I knew him a little bit better. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. That's so, Y'all. That's so bad. I mean, you know, guys, this is what I endure, lunch. you know, as a friend. I, you know, and I endure because she's my sister and I love her. But yes, yes, guys. I can't help it if he's annoying. <laughs> But that's a good distinction, though. You know, a personality I want quirk. People to know, right? Because we have quirks. I have quirks. Yeah. Um, and you all, if you listen to the podcast, you may hear them. That's you right. No, I have quirks. That's right. But that's different from a red flag. A that's red true. flag is um, someone who is controlling, who wants to know where you are all the time. Mm-hmm. A red flag is someone who's there one moment and disappears and then continues to reappear and disappear and reappear. And that's again. right. And keeping you off balance. Mm-hmm. A red flag is someone who has negative things to say about women or um, men. Or, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Those are red flags. Yep. Then I start to question, is this person healthy? Is this person exactly. going to uh, turn into someone who has abusive tendencies mm-hmm. uh, or who has not dealt with their own trauma and then will begin to reenact some of that stuff in our relationship Mm -hmm. so no you know that's right I remember um it's good to pull up records on people sometimes too because there have been some people who are so charming Mm -hmm. y'all I have pulled records on people Mm -hmm. and found out some ugly stuff oh like background checks background oh hey y'all excuse me I'm about to turn the oven off so my pie (laughs) won't burn so I just want to make sure oh in case God, y'all heard a beat. Okay, pulling records. I'm back. So, <laughs> you know, you probably, you got to pull the records. So do the background check. I don't care if you got to pay a dollar or five dollars. Sometimes you mm-hmm. can pay 20. Some of y'all pay it anyway for your streaming stuff, your Netflix, That's true. your Hulu. Um, sometimes you got to invest mm-hmm. because I have found some ugly stuff on people. Oh my goodness. Wow. And to the point where I found one guy was, um, accused. He was not, um, found guilty, but he was accused of, um, uh, being inappropriate, uh, sexually oh, I remember with, that. Under, with a minor. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Let me tell you, you better be doing your background check. Absolutely. Folks. Absolutely. Because some of you um, just want to take what someone says as the gospel. And what you need to do is actually do your own work. I don't, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm not so concerned about the credit score right now. Mm-hmm. But if that person has some significant things beyond traffic tickets. Mm-hmm then you really need to do your homework and decide Yeah. for yourself. Oh, I think I see my friend. Is that Casey? Oh. Is that Casey over there? Oh, y'all forgot Is she's sitting Casey? outside in her parking lot, y'all. Hey, girl. <laughs> you better honk and say Is hello. Is that Casey? <laughs> I think that is Casey. Casey, if you're listening, we see you. Or she sees you. I'm in my house, so I don't see you, but, you know. I <laughs> How sweet on a Friday afternoon. On a Friday. Oh. Folk leave work at, oh. at three o'clock. That's so sweet. All her seven came out. Work on Friday. Who? What time y'all leave work on Friday usually? Well, I leave work at <laughs> noon now. Now normally it's about five oh five when I leave work. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Are you okay? What did you say? 
505. Y'all know what I mean. You have to make sure the time clock is right. You can't be clocking out early. They will clock you. So I make sure. That is Casey. Oh, you better say hello. I think I saw her. That's right. So y'all see what happens when you sit outside? Sometimes you just got to sit in the car, you know, and look. This is very Southern, by the way, because (laughs) frankly, you start seeing people you know, and it's like, (laughs) is that who I think it is? Yeah. Some people will straight walk up to you. Um, let me tell oh. you, not in the days of social distancing. Well, not now. Not they, well. Let me. Let some me. Some people I will still try. I will find. <laughs> they do not want to feel my wrath. Oh no, my my. Because if you get too close, mm. I'm I'm liable to you know. Y'all hear that? Something may happen to you. Y'all might be missing an eye, so just be careful, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my. I was watching Mrs. America on uh, Hulu. <laughs> Every time I hear that, and I see like... just like seeing a pageant queen. I don't. <laughs> she acted like one. So, anyways, Kate Blanchett. She she's the cons- the queen of the conservatives. So anyway, um, so she's sitting at a function, and she's just talking and la 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 la, and all of us sudden um the server comes up and you know he's serving their table whatever mm-hmm. and he takes the pie and slams it in her face. <gasps> oh. oh why this is based on a true story by is the way. it oh he just didn't like her yeah oh, he yeah because she was trying to she and her group of thousands of women were trying to stop the era the equal rights amendment oh. from being ratified mm. So this is based on events that happened in the 1970s. So anyway, the server just like slams a pie in her face. Wow. And um, I, it was, it was hard (laughs) Mm, mm, mm. not to laugh. Mm, I mean, mm, mm. I felt for her in that moment Mm. though. And then she had to wear an eye patch. Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) Sorry. He must have slammed that pie oh real hard. Either you got some some stuff in your eye, well, and you had to have pie surgery. Was it? was it apple or? It was one of those Bavarian kind of creamy oh. thing. I don't know, hmm. but it there was cream like her whole face. Oh, and my. I was like, why does why is she wearing an eye patch? Huh. And like she had on the eye patch for several scenes. I was like, oh. he must have done some serious damage to your eye. Yeah, I guess the cream somehow just sit <laughs> in there. I, <laughs> you know, it just reminds me of a saying that uh, my friend's family used to say back when I was younger. It just pop well, goes the weasel because the weasel goes pop. Yes, and it is like, pop. The fun don't stop. <laughs> Poor thing. Oh y'all, you know what y'all? That just inspired me to Netflix binge today. You know, it's been a long season, a long season, and I just I'm, I'm looking the for binge. something on Netflix, and I think that I yeah, mm-hmm. I think a binge is is in order. Mm-hmm. But my other issue is is Hulu has some amazing stuff too. Maybe Hulu. Mrs. Then. America is on FX. I didn't realize it was on FX. Oh, is it? Oh, oh. but it's also it's a, you know you can binge it on Hulu. Uh huh. And I just really learned so much about history wow. from watching Mrs. America. Um, notice I keep saying Mrs., not mm-hmm. Miss, right? Because <laughs> Miss America is a pageant. Um, <laughs> so, but Mrs. America is literally the story of 
the the fight for women's rights mm. um, in the 70s. So the second wave of feminism and Gloria Steinem, Shirley Chisholm, who makes a mm-hmm. run for president, is that whole era of women's rights and wow. the women's movement. And um, so very important um, to see. And uh, I, I would I would suggest that for those of you who are history, drama, um, people who remember certain people mm. like Goldwater or remember Watergate. There's yeah. a scene where someone breaks into Watergate. Really? Um, and like, yeah, there's <laughs> a there's a really raunchy scene where someone breaks into Watergate oh. and oh. Um, things like that. If you're interested in that kind of part of our American history. Um, I, I suggest you tune in to Ms. Mrs. Mm-hmm. Mrs. America. You all do know there's a difference, right? Because mm-hmm. I know that we don't do that that much anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't true. do the Mrs. and the Miss. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people say Ms. Yeah, that's just true. Kind of encompass both of them, yep. or they just don't do. <laughs> they just on a casual first name basis. Mm-hmm. But um, no, she was Mrs. And when she went to like Capitol Hill or she was doing something on Capitol Hill and um, a secretary did not say it right. Uh oh. She made sure to correct that person. Oh my. Mm-hmm. So she was quite a, a, a pistol when it came to that. And uh, so I, anyway, I, I think you should watch mm-hmm. it if you, if you really want to. Um, they did That's do right. Shirley Chisholm wrong though. Mm-hmm. So in the, in, in, the spirit of Juneteenth, mm-hmm. I really, really implore you to read up, read up on Shirley Chisholm mm-hmm. and read up on her contributions to politics, mm-hmm. um, to America as the first black woman um, really to run for president on, uh, you know, on that on that type of stage. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely they did her wrong. And by they. You'll see who I mean by they if you watch mm. Business America. But um, mm. Shirley Chisholm, um, really a pivotal figure as a black woman. And as we talk about Juneteenth, someone that you probably should know as someone who really um, shaped um, a lot of things. A lot of what we're able wow. to see now was shaped because of the pathway that she created um, in her run for president. Wow. So, yeah. Wow, that show sounds good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. We've been talking like almost an hour. We don't ever oh, wow. do this. No. <laughs> Didn't even so, realize. and I'm supposed oh, to be at work or whatever. Like I'm oh, supposed no. to be doing something today. Yeah, me too. And so I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm actually thinking about going to get one of those marshmallow things from Starbucks oh, my gosh. again. Remember y'all, I said I joy. would not do that. <laughs> oh goodness, y'all, she has a problem. What did I say earlier? The first step is to admit that you have a problem. I have a problem. So Starbucks has, and, and someone told me, okay, so I'm breaking all the rules. Mm. Apparently, I'm not supposed to be like ordering anything from Starbucks because oh. we're boycotting Starbucks. Oh, are we? And I was like, I didn't really get the memo. What is Starbucks oh. doing wrong? I got Starbucks the other day. Mm. I got them the other day too. <laughs> I got this. I got my dog Starbucks too. <laughs> oh no, so, you tainted the dog joy. I did so. <laughs> Anyway, they have this drink. It's called what is it? Um, the s'mores. Oh, frappuccino. Mm. 
When I say they put the chocolate syrup, the marshmallow, <laughs> even the whipped cream is flavored. Oh and my. they put the graham crackers on top of the frap. Oh my. Well, well. I'm not trying. I'm I'm not being paid by Starbucks. I'm not trying to give you all <laughs> poor information. But let me just tell you right now. If you have a sweet tooth, oh. I want you to really, really consider getting your sweet tooth fixed oh, with boy. a s'mores frappuccino. Uh-oh. Because when it's done right, mm. it's better than, well, you fill in the blank. Ooh, my, my, my. So y'all heard she said when it's done right. So y'all got to get the right person to make it, which probably means the you need right to go in the morning time. Is or, you know. barista or barista? Oh, I say barista. Maybe that's American of me. I don't know. Barista, barista, <laughs> you mm, got to mm, get mm. the right mixer to mm. get, <laughs> to get <your> drink. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Anyway, mm, we've been mm, on mm. here for an hour. I and, know, y'all. We got to go. that is not <laughs> how we do things on a Friday. Oh. But we knew that we had to put this out here to you guys yes. and, and to our Challenge Yourself community. Thank you for, for continuing to, to follow us. Yes. Thank you for telling your friends to, to get on board. Thank you for Thank continuing you. to listen. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts podcasts are because we're everywhere including iHeartRadio. That's right. So you can get in on the fun and we love it when you are and so like this this is our Friday. That's right. We've had a fun time had a few laughs. I know. And girl I gotta go. I've got stuff like That's it. right. I gotta go. I can't be on here talking to you all day. Oh, you know what though it's good because it made you have an actual hour lunch break. Because mm, y'all y'all know Joy does not do that. So I am just proud of you, girl. You did it. And I also hope that y'all are enjoying this podcast. I hope it has brightened your day or night or whenever you listen. Whenever I wake up. Oh, boy. Before <laughs> I put on my makeup, I say a little prayer for you. Y'all oh, is that, that what song that was? Say a little prayer for you. Y'all remember my best friend's wedding? Okay, anyway, oh. we got to go. <laughs> But but definitely want to remind everyone to be safe. Yes. Uh, too, because and 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 I'm not just saying this because of any racial tensions. I'm saying this because of the pandemic as well. Mm-hmm. Continue to be preventive. Yeah. Continue to to do your social distancing, to wash your hands, to Lysol. Yeah. Continue to you know to find ways to affect change in your community safely as much as possible that's right because there are a lot of angry people out there yeah there are i've never seen so much anger yeah and i'm not i'm, I'm talking about you know some of the videos that i've seen just people are angry mm-hmm. and so before you honk your horn i want you to think twice yeah yeah before honestly. you you know you know, want to flip somebody off in traffic, think twice before you start, you know, wanting to share every little curse word that's on your mind, think twice. Because mm-hmm. right now, tensions are high. And so let's try to find some peaceful ways to deal with each other. That's right. Because people truly have some 
roots of anger yeah. that I'm concerned about. Oh, yeah. I'm concerned. Oh, um, yeah. So we'll talk about that maybe on another podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And now we got to go challenge yourself, yes, everybody. I, yes, may you challenge yourself. Tune in to find out what happens next. Become a weird friend by joining our 24-7 community, featuring blogs, forums, and weekly inspiration. Start now by following challenge.courage on Instagram and Facebook. And email us your thoughts, comments, and questions at nofakersinfo at gmail.com. Ciao!